That's nice, man. Did you write that? Yep. I love. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Hey, man, that's nice. Cubs win, baby. Woo. Cubs win. Cubs win. Holy cow. That's baseball. Cubs win. Oh, that's the baseball announcer man you're doing, huh? It is. And they won. That's a joke. Those those baseball teams win? They they win. A baseball team is win. My baseball team is win. Oh, dude, we won. We won. And it was a great game. And uh, how many games did they play though? Like 160? <laughs> no, not this year. Not this year with COVID, man. They they don't. They uh, yeah, man. They they don't play. Uh, they cut it they down. Play six, what they, sixty games. What what do they play? Like a like a buck ten now? They do like a buck ten. They play sixty games. Sixty games. That's it. It's gonna be, the regular season is done at the end of this month. Whoo! Like five dozen. And so far, the Cubbies, your Chicago Cubbies. Are uh, top of the NL Central, so I'm pretty stoked hey, about it. Hey, does anybody call them them guys uh, <clears throat> the Chubby Cubbies? <laughs> no, but I love it. Because <laughs> imagine if you were at the supermarket, as one is wont to do, <laughs> and you uh, you trotted around and you yelled something, you know, to the tune of "My Chubby Cubbies won today." My Chubby Cubbies won today, <laughs> tomorrow. You know, I, I love it. I love it. Chubby Cubbies. No, there's like a lot of there's scrubbies. We call it, my dad and I do when they lose. Scrubbies. Scrubbies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when they lose, bunch scrubbies, of scrubbies, bunch of bunch of scrubs, man. And yeah. then when they win, it's just uh, Chubby Cubbies when chubby they win. Chubby Cubbies. I like it. <laughs> chubby Cubbies. I love it. I love it. Hey, man. man. That's one that's one down, you know. Near nearly 5 dozen more to go, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's it's literally like 10 more games and then they're done. Uh, wow. Not even ten. I, I don't honestly know the number offhand right now, but it's it ends like September twenty eighth, I think. Whoo, that's coming At, up. End of the end of the. I don't know a lot, but that's coming oh, up. Playoffs, playoffs, baby. The best time in baseball. That's a baker's dozen days away. That's a baker's dozen. Um, yeah, man, I have some shit news. Uh, my Play grandma got COVID. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, man. So got the Rona. Yeah, dude. She she is she doing okay or is she? Well, she got like she basically like is done with it now. Like she it went through her system, and it's it's like she doesn't have COVID anymore. But right now she's like dealing with a lot of the after effects. So she's having a hard time breathing, and heart's going to AFib a bunch. And mm, uh, she yeah. just got back from the hospital, like Rona free, and everything. But now she had to go get rushed to the hospital, like two days ago so last night my ma like kind of left um for the up to kind of see her through it you know what i mean so yeah. but man i mean i didn't not to bring it down it just fucking sucks and it you know it's hitting yeah. home now so it's, sorry man nah it's cool um but i you just mean to tell me that it's not a hoax <laughs> that's literally what i said to my father and it literally like fell on deaf ears so it was just like well that's not what i meant you know i knew it was real you know like it's like well then why the hell are you making such a big deal about it you know what i mean like i don't know 
Anyway, so that happened, but you know she is doing better. So I th- I think she's gonna pull through. It's just she's gonna have to go through a lot of hell to get yeah. there. Yeah. So I heard it's rough. I heard like the recovery is long and and not easy. I mean, I think like I've heard a couple folks talking about how. It's you know similar to like recovering from pneumonia where your right. your lungs and stuff are not a hundred percent for like a year could be more you yeah know? and there's a lot it of just fluid sticks in with them. you yeah yeah it just like it just lingers yeah it, yeah it's not necessarily the and they were saying I hung out with uh, some friends who were doctors too this weekend uh, down in Detroit went doctor back, friends yeah went back yeah, down man. went back down Come to Detroit on. my my girlfriend really wanted to get out of the small town and we wanted yeah. to go to like a couple things and we actually went for the first time went downtown downtown Detroit other than going to it's Tigers games cool there's cool it's stuff. beautiful it's really nice yeah. it's just like there's a so many I've been trying to tell there. you man yeah I mean it's it's just looks like a ghost town and I mean probably more so with Cul- culver with covid but uh culver city culver's, blues you know <laughs> you know it's like culver's um but no it actually is really nice and and I you know it just I listened to like Sufi and Stevens all day and we went like went to a couple uh Korean markets and like had sushi and we had uh really good sushi um mm. and went to this other place called H Mart, which is like a basically like a like a Kroger for freaking Asian food. It was really cool downstairs. Take so. me. Take me there. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. We had Korean barbecue too one night and uh but they were anyway, man, that was a tangent. They were telling me about COVID and they're saying it's not necessarily COVID itself is it's it compromises your immune system and then all your like like last long lasting or, or pre pre-existing like conditions like kind of accentuate and that's what gets you you know and it's that's why it's it's especially deadly for older folks but it can you know strike younger ones so um just kind of i don't know if you pray if you pray pray if you don't send good vibes to grandma grandma yeah man absolutely she's uh she's a saint absolutely so anyway all that to say it is our 10th episode so this is Whoa, number rad. ten. Number ten. Hey bro. now, we made it. Hey people, you thought you could, you thought you could keep us down. You thought I could keep the truth from coming out. <laughs> we got it. It's coming in loud and clear. You sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you think you could stop the truth from coming out? <laughs> That's kind of like an Alex Jones moment. <laughs> yeah, you know? dude. They're turning the frogs gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, it is our hey, tenth man, episode. I could get, I could get riled up too, man. <laughs> Come on, your face gets all rosy because you're just like really worried about government conspiracies and stuff. Yeah, dude, what do you think about this? Uh, like, <laughs> what do you? Th- Wait, I'm not even getting into it yet. What do you think okay. about this? Like, <laughs> we're, screw the music for right now. What, what do you okay. think about this? This this happened like months ago, like right when COVID started. But what do you, how do you feel about the CIA? Coming out and saying like we have recovered craft that's not from this world, that's pretty fucking nuts. I honestly did not dig into that at all. Mm, I didn't um, either, and I was just wondering like, is you, it? You thought I would be up on my research? Oh, of course, dude. Dude, that's not. I I feel like you you know me enough to know it's not really one of my interests. Aliens. Like, 
yeah, aliens and supernatural stuff and whatever. It's never been like something I've really done any deep dives on. I don't. It's just not that. But comparatively, not, I don't really think it's more supernatural. I think that it's more likely that there's aliens than there's fucking well, it's ghosts. More, well, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well. So says you. <laughs> Where's Tyler when you need him? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, certainly. Well, this yesterday didn't they come out and say that they found microbial life on uh Venus? That's right? bonkers, but also. Awesome. Or they they suspect that they found that. I mean, um, you know, that's crazy. Which is like. That ain't really like the dream, you know. That's not like the little green guys, the little right. laser beams and stuff. But, right, but yeah, still pretty rad. Yeah, and I didn't look into that because, like, dude, am I? As I get older, I find myself just kind of bored with space. Like, I just how can you be bored with space? It's too big. What? It's too, <laughs> it's too, it's too weird. It's too big. Too, spooky, too weird. I like too it. cold. <laughs> it is now a Nate's axis of evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's too big. It's too weird. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like that's a. I feel like that's like not a cool thing to say that I'm not like that interested in space. But I'm. I'm not. Sometimes I hear like people be like, you know what's mind blowing, and they'll say some, you know, crazy statistic or fact about you know, yeah, like how long it would take you to travel here, or like how big, you know, you think the sun is big. Let me tell you about Beetlejuice, the star, and it's this ma- this many times bigger, you know. Which is like this is real stuff, but it's like, it. And I'm just always like, it's too big. I don't, yeah. you know. It's I got like, like you've ki- lost me. It's like when you're kids and you and you're talking about dinos, right? Like dinosaurs, uh, which is you always talk about dinos. Of course, when you're a kid. And, and you're let's say you're, you're a kid and you're talking about dinos. It's 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 the equivalent of like you being like, well, this is the megalo megalosaur. You know what I mean? Like because you're always looking for the biggest, baddest, be- like bastard. You know, like in the fucking mix. So is that <laughs> like kind of the thing bastard. where it's like after a while you grow out of it and you're like, it, that can't exist. You know what I mean? Like or like that. You know. <laughs> I don't. I. Was, I I'm Did glad I, we had a little dino tangent. You know, that's all I'm saying, <laughs> dude. It's. No, it, I mean, I. Okay, I feel a little ashamed because I'm not trying to be like anti-intellectual or sure. whatever. I just like it's not like like space and astronomy and stuff like that. It's just not an interest of mine. Like, yeah, you know, I don't. I like. Surprising. I'm, I'm honestly from a guy more who plays like Star Wars cards. You know what I mean? Well, like, but that's fa- it's fantasy, sure. right? Like I'm way, I'm actually way more interested. I mean, that's and fiction. Sci-fi is more like. Sci- well, yeah. yeah, and but it, that's the thing with Star Wars. I mean, I don't. I'm not really a Star Wars fan anymore. I mean, yeah. it was when I was a kid, but um, <clears throat> and I, you know, like you just have different interests. I think too, like you know, I don't know. Like I'm more interested in history and art history. Now than I than I would be in astronomy or science or whatever. So you grew up with your head in the clouds, and what you're saying is you're getting a little bit more grounded. Yeah, I yeah. I mean I think I what I did have some interest in science when I was younger, but um, I think when you're a kid, things are more like like mystical and wonderful and magical, and you learn about stuff and it you know and it's cool. It's cool to know like little. Things about that, but now I I really get a lot out of like, 
I mean, specifically art history, like I really, really enjoy. Yeah. You know, well, diving we- deep on art history and like, and music history too. That, and that stuff has been more my hobby. You know, right. we want to talk about hobbies. And some people are brilliant enough that they can dabble in all of these things. And I try to keep up with news and I'm not trying to be a sure. dunce and like go through life as just an ignorant. Do you find fool, yourself but do you find yourself like watching less and less news as like this whole shit kind of un- I unfolds? Actively avoid the news yeah. right now. Yeah. Um mostly because I'm busy and I want to keep my headspace and my mood kind of under control and the news right. is like you know, we're Not all that. susceptible <laughs> to being manipulated and I don't particularly yeah. want to like <clears throat> put myself in the position where I can have my, you know, read something and just get myself all riled up or, over something silly. Um, yeah. When the the reality is like, I, I've got other stuff, more important things I need to do. And um, <clears throat> I try to balance that because I do think it's important to stay like connected and, and like be, especially like locally, like with your own community, like know what's going on. And I think that stuff is important. I just, yeah, I just find myself like wanting to control and be and have agency over my own consumption of that stuff and not just like let it steamroll over me and pancake me into being an, uh, a fool, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of... A jester. I'm kinda, I don't want to be the world's jester. I hate to say it, but I'm kind of guilty of that, you know? And it's something we that I've been are. trying I'm to... We all are. I'm not trying to be holier than thou. I'm just no, saying... No, no, no. I don't, I don't feel like you've pursuit. been... You're being altruistic. I think you're just spitting facts, man. It's like... Dude, I'm just waxing, gotta, you know? Sometimes you just got to turn it off. And I mean, I've got a friend who, like, constantly, like, email, like messages me, like, new... new shit that's happening with like politics and stuff and i just can't i can't like i'm just like dude i just i, I you know it's like i just want if he knew the inside joke i just want to be like bit did they what it did man <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah did they or what it did my mind what it did because i can't you know like i can't engage it's just literally like it drives me nuts and you know we can get into that but we won't so. i'm not an advocate for people turning their brains off but i do think we have to like i said just Kind of look check inter- yourself. Yeah, check yourself and look internally a little bit more. <clears throat> check yourself and and check the people around you. Make sure everybody's doing good and make sure your mind take right care now. take care of each other. And uh, you know, yeah. like I said, just be careful with what you what you like get your little papers looking at and figuring out. And uh, dude, sometimes just go to an art museum, just ogle smart, <laughs> keep you straight. Yeah, dude. You know, keep your keep your mind right. <laughs> Well, hey guys, this is uh, Salton's a slap, and uh, we got a couple bangers for you. And boy, do I have one! I have one that I I've been. It's a band I've been talking about for a while, and they're modern I, ones. So. I don't I don't got one. I gotta think about it. No, it's okay. I mean, we'll we'll uh we'll 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 figure that out. Okay, but. all right. Well, dude, why don't you lay me on lay me on one oh, one of your ones, buddy boy? Do I got one? Uh. <laughs> We'll see about that. <laughs> I think you you like this band. I showed it to you like a little while back. Uh, it's a band Josie showed me, and uh, we went and saw them live in L.A. about a year ago, and okay. I fucking fell in love. Their live show is way better than the recordings, but the recording's still really rad, and they have a lot of like video recordings of it. But uh, I'm already typing the name in. I already the, know what you're going for. Yeah, we're going Viagra Boys, and the song is Down in the Basement. Oh, okay. All right. All right. 
You got it, my man. Viagra Boys. Yes. <clears throat> Viagra Boys down in the basement. Uh, yes. If you want, you can count me off. Three, two, one, play. Bongos coming in. Love it. Love the bongos. Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Dude, I really like it. I really like it. I, I, man, I'm, I'm into it. I, uh, <clears throat> this, man, I mean, I'm almost like, I got a lot to say about the not just the song and this band, but just sort of a little bit of a. a I'm struggling to even think of what what the right word is, but like a a little bit of a of a new interest in discovery. Not I'm not gonna say this this band or this you know, but not certainly not this song, but mm-hmm. um, but this thing that's happening in the UK that has been happening in the UK with like post punk and yeah you know is really fun and exciting for me yeah uh, and there's a lot of bands that I've been following from that world mm-hmm. and even you know some that I some that I'm like kind of lukewarm on and some that I'm like insanely in love with yeah um <clears throat> so but uh yeah, man. I mean, why don't you why don't you talk a little bit about this song? Well, in this band. So this band, I believe, uh, yeah, they're Swedish. So this band is okay. Swedish. Um, I originally got introduced to them by Sports, the song that I sent you, yes. years ago, and I was like, dude, check well, this that shit was out. like it's hilarious. Well, it was it's like super... that, that came out twenty eighteen, and it wasn't that long ago. No, no, it wasn't like super long ago. But I mean, I'm saying it like, was like maybe a year and a half ago that you sent that to me, right? I think maybe, and and I can't remember if I had actually watched the. I had seen that video before floating around on YouTube. Yeah, and I think you sent it to me, and I finally was like, oh, I'm just gonna check it out, right? And so. I saw that video, and if if you guys haven't seen the video for their song "Sports," which is on the same album called "Street Worms," uh, "Sports" Gosh, is I just love, I love that freaking album title. It's it's such a dude. You owed it to yourself. Listen to it. It's it's a really good record, front to finish. And uh, but when I first saw it, her or first got introduced to this band, I saw "Sports," and of course, what I thought was joke band. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, my they're thought just, too. They're just dicking around. It's hilarious. The video is fucking hilarious. It's this guy with like this like dad bod, like super pot belly, skinny arms, always shirtless, wears like Adidas like like sweats and like Adidas you know soccer shoes. Those like you know just whatever and sunglasses and a chain and he's all tatted up and he's just kind of like lazily like sauntering like in the video you know and it's like tennis balls hit him in the head and like he's like you know baseball basketball wiener dog short shorts you know cigarette you know like and he just he's just saying funny like buzzwords 
like about like dudes that like sports, I guess. And I think it's more so like a kind of a parody. Um, but then like, so I was just like joke man. I didn't, ha- I didn't literally paid no attention. I just thought that video was fucking hilarious. Sent it to you. And then like, like a couple months later, Josie goes, Hey dude, Viagra boys are playing. Did you end up listening to the record that I gave you? Cause it's really good. And I was like, nah, I mean, I just kind of was like, it's funny. You know, I don't know if I want to go. And, and he's just like, dude, they're only 10 bucks. And, uh, so I was like, fine, I'll go. And, uh, so I ended up going and just, first of all, the opening bands for Viagra Boys were, were this band called Flatworms and, um, and they were a U.S. band that was kind of like newer punk, you know, post-punk. Yeah. Like you're talking about, but an Americanized version. And then, and they were fucking fantastic. Like, I was like, dude, this was worth the 10 bucks just to see this band. I bought their vinyl, you know. Nice. And uh, I bought three of them, and then I gave Josie one. Josie paid me back for one. And then this other band was from can't remember i think they're, they're another uk thing and they were called pottery and they were even better and i'm like holy shit these two bands are about to upstage viagra boys you know what i mean like mm-hmm. these guys are better than viagra boys that i knew and then viagra boys came on which by the way not to like put them in the like meh category pottery you guys should go check them out fucking fantastic band the only problem is is they don't record a lot of their shit they rec- they played this one song that's not on any record that they've released at least professionally and and it was fucking awesome. It's on my Instagram if you want to look through all the videos, but um and then Viagra Boys came. And dude, one a a the loudest concert I've ever heard in my life. Like literally I could not not have my like I always bring earplugs now. It's just a preference sometimes if it's like if there's too much treble, you know, if there's too much like screechy, screechy, then I gotta like, you know, I'm an old man. I gotta keep, you know, my ears fresh. But dude, even with the plugs in, I was just like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, blew my mind. And every song yeah. they played, I was like, this is awesome. And, th- and then Josie's like, it's on that record I sent you. So I ended up finally, after that concert, we were like ears ringing and shit. I felt like a kid again, like going to like a rock concert, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like this whole new wave of like whatever the UK is trying to do. I dig it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like dirty. It's like, you know, grungy. It's, it's, but the, what, what I, what I, what blew my mind was normally when I go see a punk band, I assume they're not going to be very tight. It's going to be kind of like, that's like the 80s punk, you know what I mean? Or the 70s and, and, and 80s punk where it was just very like, you know, hodgepodgey, no click. Everything was just like really speed up and slow down, slowed down. And, you know, the drummer kind of just wasn't staying in the pocket. But, dude, uh-huh. every one of these fucking bands was just <clears throat> like literally like I don't even couldn't even see if they were wearing a, listening to a click. I assume they were because they were super tight. That was what blew me away about this punk show. Was I was like, it's a punk show, but they're super tight and they've got like a different vibe to them. Like with the Viagra Boys, it was like their saxophone. With Pottery, it was like this these weird like ha- like three part harmonies they'd throw into their stuff. Flatworms, it was just like just super tight drum, bass, guitar, you know. 
but it was all of it was just like one of the my favorite concert of that year for sure for sure you know that's awesome yeah so now you were you were raving about it to me and i watched those the sports video and i also thought like oh this is a joke band it's funny the they're called vibe boys we're laughing their songs called sports right you you know and then um they put out this thing about a year ago. Was it the Shrimp Shack? Shrimp Shrimp yeah. Sessions. Yeah, dude. And so I watched that on on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, this is so good." Yeah. And it's really worth watching. Oh, I yeah. think. I mean, it's oh, like dude. it gets me just, amped every fucking time. It's shot in like this. It's like they're like in a freaking shrimp factory or whatever just like a fish market or fish yeah. fa- fish uh like yeah like a warehouse a, yeah it's like a big warehouse that they're in forklifts are going and shit yeah and it's like dude <laughs> it's so cool it is it, it looks like it's shot on uh vhs you know like with like yep. old vhs camcorders and yep. stuff and oh man it sounds great the performances are great dude yeah. you get the sense of like oh hey this is actually a real band Mm-hmm. And they have this cool thing, and like I'm, I'm, I, with a little bit of prep work, I could have put together some some of the, my um, thoughts as far as like what I think some of the stuff this band is referencing. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. stuff that I've never heard of, but there's some stuff. There's this band that I cannot remember the name of. Well, they basic basically they have, the oh, the ahead, band the band I'm thinking of basically that. They just like they basically like create these like parts and the parts just take over the whole song. Like right. and the and the song's very little there's very little change that happens. So like a song is basically like one riff. Right. This band, Viagra Boys, does a lot of that. They don't they don't stick to that quite as right. much, but um I can't remember. Their the live set is a lot like the, what you're describing. It was very yeah. like them jamming on the same, you know, riff. But for some reason, it just was like, dude, just keep going. We're like dancing. It's so fun. It's so fun and so rad and so like slamtacular. Like I just the whole time we were just like nodding our heads like back and forth. It was just like, fuck. And also, Mm -hmm. I got to say, I mean, everybody talks about them, too, in this in this band. But that they're uh, let me see here. Um Oh, come on. I'm trying to think of... What's their singer's name? Uh, Isn't it Sebastian something? Yeah. I. Anyway, Sebastian of the Viagra Boys, we'll just say. Oh, right here. Yep, Sebastian Murphy. Um, That dude is the most swagger-esque swag type dude with a pot belly I've ever seen in my life. Like literally well, like commands yeah, really. the stage. He's and, I'll say this, he's not in, he's not in like shape, but he's not like he's not like a you know, like a right. fat guy or anything. No, no, no. And I, <laughs> not maybe, that, that really matters. Maybe that's he's like he's just kind of like he's just kind of like uh yeah, he's not he's just like maybe yeah. that's like maybe maybe it's it's more so me saying that like it's almost part of his persona. You know what I mean? Like, of just not giving a shit. And if you want to see a guy Certainly. not give a shit, but also kind of give a shit, because his band's awesome, and he's awesome, 
then this is like that kind of band. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he doesn't give a fuck, but he also you can tell like is very serious about what he does. You know, which is this weird, interesting like balance act. You know what I mean? It, especially live, but is and and more especially in his like music videos. So it's 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 so cool. But do you want to hear some lyrics? Sure. Because these ones are <laughs> these ones are crazy. It goes. Uh, you say that you can't communicate. Everything's wrong. Everything that you say, she said, I can't speak to you. Feels like you're someone else for most of the time. She told you she don't recognize her man. Everything's wrong. Everything that you said. Now how are you going to explain to her what you're doing when you're sneaking out of bed at night, man? Your secret's out. You're living a lie. How are you going to explain about your sex life to your wife? Um, oh, now your secret is out. She sees through your lives. She went through your cell phone, saw how you've been spending your time. She knows you're up to something, man, because she followed you last night. And now you're down in the basement all dressed up in latex, one red light bulb hanging from the ceiling, and a live goat standing on a small chair in the middle of the room. Now how are you going to explain that, man? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a good question. I know. He's he's posing a good question. Your secret's out. You've been living a lie. How are you going to explain your nasty sex life to your wife? How are you going to explain that, man? Now what are you going to do when you come home and you crawl up to the bedside with tears in your eyes? Say, baby, take me back. I'm sorry. I'm not like that. I'm not a. I'm not like those other guys. Honey, I was just I was just trying something new. Ah, ha, 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 ha. How are you going to explain it? What are you going to do, man? Your secret's out. You've been living a lie. How are you going to explain about your new sex life? What are you going to say to your wife, man? How are you going to explain it? Ha, ha. <laughs> it's... It's rad, dude. But anyway, that song slaps, my man. Like, ah, yeah, I, I totally agree. That album slaps, but that, 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 particularly that, that song was like my favorite. That one and, uh, and surfing with your mom, whatever that one is, it's fucking hilarious. But it's also really fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, the song, uh, Shrimp Shack is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Frog Strap, that's a good one. Right. But I mean if yeah. if for our listeners or for our one listener, um <laughs> if if you guys want to check it out, I highly recommend going and checking out the Shrimp Sessions video. It's pretty much the whole Street Worms album live and they honestly pl- I think it's better than the actual recorded part, but it, I think the recording's cool too. I just think I would watch the video first. Cause that's if you watch sports first, you're just watch sports later. But watch this first, and then watch sports. Because if you watch sports, you're just gonna kind of dismiss it as like a uh, joke. But yeah, yeah, sports is a cool song though. Yeah, dude, it's all cool. It's a cool band, way cooler than it should be. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's the world we live in, <laughs> dude. No doubt, no doubt. It slaps. It slaps. It slaps. <laughs> Nate puts a yeah. seal approval. <laughs> Slapped. Yeah, that's a slapper. Mm-hmm. I smacked it right on there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't agree, fucking listen to it. Let, <laughs> let it slap you into shape, my man. Yeah, I would imagine this, this is not for everybody, but, you know, what are you going to do? Hey, man. <laughs> what are you going to do? Your secret's out, dude. You're living <laughs> How are you going to explain your sex out to your wife? What? <laughs> <laughs> that like crazy squeal he does or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Your turn. I love it. Your my t- turn. Your toin. Your toin. 
got some backlog. I got some backlog here. I gotta catch up right. on. Um, I mean that's not that's not your business. That's not your that's not your responsibility. Nope. All right. Not my bits. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna think I'm gonna do this song. I I was looking through my list and I was like, oh, there's no songs on here I want to do. All right. Uh. Type in Black Radio Two. That should bring it up. Number two or spelt out? Two, just the number. It should pop up. Oh, Glassford. <laughs> okay. Yes. The song? We're going to do calls. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm ready. All right. Three. Two, one, play. You always answer calls when I call. You come. You always answer my call when I call. You always come. You always answer my calls when I call. You come. You always answer my calls when I call. You always come. I don't even have to question if it's real or not. Times. Even when my car broke down in the parking lot You were there, you didn't stutter or hesitate I love Glasper you come to Oh yeah Oh I remember this one Yeah, oh, yeah. I love his playing dude It's so good Smoothest like keyboard player dude It's yeah. insane When I call, you come, you always answer my calls. Mm, that bass, dude. <laughs> so sick. Man, all those like little whispers and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely like very three-dimensional and like yeah, yeah, fun to listen to. I'm gonna add this to a playlist of mine. Do it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, dude. That's rad. Calls. Mm. Robert Glassbar experiment. This is older. Uh, I mean, he, Robert Glassbar, has has been pretty prolific. There's a lot of good stuff that he's been putting out, and he just put out some a record that I I haven't listened to yet, and I really I'm really excited to check it out. Um, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, she slaps. I, I <laughs> I wanted to pick something that was gonna be different, than, off-putting, yeah, or not off-putting, but uh, uh yeah, yeah, complimenting, because I could pick up. I got a whole big bundle of weird rock songs I could have picked. Oh yeah, um, but this specifically this record, I really I got really hooked on, um, and I remember, yeah, that was yeah. like uh, I. Th- I want to say, I want to say you started like really showing me this dude uh, when we were recording. I can't remember. Maybe it's not that old. Maybe it's maybe I'm. It's the records I'm, from 2013. But okay, I, yeah. I mean, so, I don't know if I started listening to it then or not. No, what was where were 
I you would listen to him a ton. You were in Atlanta when I when you kind of introduced me to him. Okay. And that seems Does that sound right? 2013? Well, I would have been in Atlanta end of 2015. So 2015. Okay, so But I No, no, no. This was like I was an author when I got super into them, right. which would have been before I would have moved to Atlanta. And I think you started, or at least when I noticed you started listening to them, because I used to come over for sessions of the stuff that we didn't ever release, like be- like all that blank page stuff we have yeah, like in the backlogs. Yeah. You started kind of like listen to it as we were like working on that, and you would kind of we before sessions we'd kind of listen down to this this stuff and watch mm-hmm. videos with Ty and your. In your uh, little workstation, and then eventually I saw yeah. more of it. It definitely more, would yeah. have been 2013 and 2014 when I was really, mm-hmm. really into it. Yeah, so now it was like when back. we were when we were thinking about doing those, you know, sins of omission, and then the other previous record we, yeah, started doing. That's when you were kind of showing me, and it's it's fantastic. I think the first thing you showed me was his cover of uh, that of uh, All I Need. It's Which is like awesome. a bootleg. It's like not even yeah. real. And it's like such a mind blow, like how cool it is. But mm-hmm. you have to suffer through like quality issue. Like, right. Oh, just, I wish so badly that it was recorded. He, yeah. He did all, all these like unbelievable, like him and his band. His band's amazing too. Um, Derek Hodge plays bass on this record. He's like one of my big influences. Yeah, isn't he the guy that you showed me? You've shown me a ton of videos with him, I think. Probably. With, he's, where he's playing with like jazz groups and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and he's snark- just like... I think he plays with Snarky sometimes, doesn't he? No, I don't think, I don't think he... Bald ever... guy? He's a bald guy? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay. A bald or he yeah. keeps his hair I'm just short. Tra- I'm, it's not for you. He doesn't, for he doesn't play with Snarky Puppy because the bass player for Snarky Puppy is like the band leader, so they don't have a Right, okay, player. never mind. Um, um, but... Yeah, uh, Derek Hodge is amazing. A big influence on me. The bass on this song is super cool. Yeah. It lives in its own space sonically that's like way, it's so low. Like it's such a sub bass sound. But because this song is so minimal and like spacious, it just occupies a, 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 a sonic zone that's just its own thing in a way that most songs cannot accomplish. Right. Um, and that's so, it's so fun to listen to. Like, especially like you get some nice speakers in front of you, you put on this song and this record and it's like, man, it's like opening up this whole low octave of sound. That's just like, you don't get to hear in rock music and stuff because it's so much more bombastic and loud and right and whatever and this is just man this is like the chillest song yeah ever it's yeah so chill um yeah but it's man. not like yeah it's i mean it's glasper he's, he's just one yeah of the, one of the so greats. robert robert glasper keyboardist this band is not now it's not now it's just under his name um, but Robert Glassbar, when this record came out, was the band was called Robert Glassbar Experiment. Uh, Casey Benjamin is the um, uh, the another keyboardist uh, who he plays like a guitar. He all and does like vocoder vocals. Not on this song. Yeah. He also is a saxophone player. Um, 
I saw the Jill Jill Scott is like a poet okay, that so they got Jill, brought in. Jill Scott is the singer, hugely celebrated, prolific singer, poet, right. um, you know, multiple Grammy uh, wins and nominations. Mm-hmm. And her voice on this is unbelievable. It's so vibey and beautiful and smooth. Truth. And it's awesome. It's so good, you know? Yeah. Like, you just kind of, like, melt into your easy chair listening to something like this. Close your eyes, you know? Yeah. Goodness, it's so good. It's just syrupy and, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's delicious. It's... I really like it. And it's very 3D to listen to. It's a yeah. good, you know, if you don't have amazing speakers to listen, you know, if you listen on headphones, you just hear all this cool three-dimensional stuff going on. Yeah. Um, super hi-fi. That was the other thing is I was like, I love the lo-fi grungy thing that Viagra Boys does. And I was like, what, what can we listen to that's like mega hi-fi? hi-fi and like, yeah. This pick. is definitely that to me. This is like extremely hi-fi sounding. Um, but now yeah, you, I would I would recommend Robert Glassbar to just about anybody. Yeah, like, of course. I think he's like very palatable for like, maju- like a lot of people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also just kind of what's what I noticed in in Los Angeles is like it's what's in at there. You know what I mean? Like I wish it was more in, but I yeah. know. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think I don't think Glasper is like hurting. You know what I mean? No, for, no, for anything. But I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. He's either, a virtuoso, and... so I mean, it's kind of like yeah, uh, it, unbelievable like... keyboardist, jazz pianist. Mm-hmm. Um, this song he pretty much just plays Rhodes the whole time. There's a few like little nice piano licks, but yeah. The road sounds crazy good. Mm-hmm. Um, man, there's so many cool cool songs on this record. Um, live videos of the band from this time are just unbelievably cool. Yeah, I almost like, like watching those more. You know, like just yeah, kinda, just kinda like the energy they had um, on the first Black Radio record. They had drummer uh, Chris Daddy Dave, who like has become extremely popular. I mean, he's played with so many different people. Um, I think the drums on this record are more to my taste, and I'm struggling to remember the name of the drummer. I I've definitely talked about him before, and I just yeah, I'm scouring the page see if I can see his name pop up. <laughs> Shoot. Well, I don't know. He's great. You can look him yeah. up. He's less flashy, but he's so good. I think that's what I like about him, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's not, it could be like something like super huge and mainstream. And honestly, I think it would, if more people knew about it, it'd probably be like, you know, but I mean, I'm sure, like I said, I don't think he's, Glasper's hurting, you know, no, but he's, no. it's just kind of cool where he sits. I think he's like in a it, cool area. Oh know, yeah. Cool and I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> this, so I don't know if I really want to go too deep into this. Go ahead, man. Just let it rip. rip. (laughs) We got time. This record and this time that I was into this, because this was like the gateway drug for me to get into experimental hip-hop and R&B and stuff that I thought was really cutting edge. And all these people are connected. Terrace Martin, Kamasi, Kamasi Washington, Flying Lotus. All these people are sort of interconnected, and there's like this really cool fraternity group, you know, yeah, club, you know, like just sort of every a community, really, like of of musicians who are playing 
you know, uh, jazz influenced, inspired R and B, hip hop, urban music. Yeah. Right. So cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like, and I got addicted to it, and I was just like diving in, you know, on all these different records, and just like, you know, trying to like this is a world that I'm like totally divorced from normally because I'm just a I play rock music and I'm I produce rock records and predominantly you know, rock records. You do other yeah, stuff, but yeah, for sure. But that's that's what I'm comfortable with. Sure. So, you know, I was like diving in on all this stuff and. Um, you know, just trying to, you know, cause I, cause I've always sort of had a passing interest in, in jazz and, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to make believe like I'm some like jazz head cause that's not necessarily true. Um, but I do appreciate it when I come across it and it, and it's inspiring to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I got into this stuff really deep and then. I started to see all these cool connections of like all these guys starting to work on big mainstream records. I guess the biggest example would be like Kendrick Lamar. Right. Right. And I was like, I just had all this optimism, (laughs) all this insane optimism. Like, dude, I was so excited. Like when to pimp a butterfly came out. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I couldn't have been more hyped for a record. Like it's yeah. easily the record my favorite record of that whole decade hands it's down. Yeah. And and I was just like, dude, this is going to be this amazing thing where like music become like intelligent, interesting music explodes onto the mainstream. For fi- finally, you thought it yeah, was finally just like, like, like I just thought like this. These are all these guys who are brilliant musicians and pushing the envelope in all these different ways. Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. <laughs> well, that's what I'm getting at. And it was short lived. Like, yeah. I had all this optimism that that's what the mainstream. Like I was going to go to this to the supermarket and I was going to hear these amazing songs and right. stuff like. And um, yeah, it didn't guys? It didn't happen that way. Yeah. Music just kept getting stupider and stupider. And, and especially, and, like, I mean, I'm yeah. not a big, uh, like, at this time, I'm, you know, this is like 2014. I'm mm-hmm. super into hip hop at this time. Like, I remember that. Super, super into it because cool stuff was happening. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Dark and that, Twisted Fantasy came out during that time. and No, that was years before that. Was it before then? Yeah. That, that was kind like, of, like, I felt like opened a little bit. Up. That was 2010 or 2011. Okay, you're right. You're right. Which I love that record too. But, but yeah, I mean, but there was there was good stuff in between there. You know, even yeah. like super mainstream stuff that that I wouldn't normally like. I wasn't super into Yeezus. No, I um, wasn't but either. even like Watch the Throne has some like cool Watch stuff. Watch the Throne on was it. good. Um, yeah, <clears throat> basically like that was like the whole that you're right. There was like that weird fraternity of like hip hop and jazz artists, kind of like making stuff instead of just sampling shit they were actually like and it, making and it stuff came, with the rappers yeah you know? it came to an apex with to pimp a butterfly sure it was like all these guys robert glass works on that record terrace martin is like a big producer on did i ever record. tell you i saw terrace martin play and i met him because i got to no like, you didn't tell i me worked that. at a townhouse he played townhouse a lot and i got to like 
be backstage and hang out with his crew a little bit and talk to super, him. He's super, super cool. nice. Yeah. And like, not only that, just fucking like, I couldn't like people would try to talk to me during a set and I just be like, shh, shh, shh. You know what I mean? Like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, magic is happening here. (laughs) I'm watching the master. You know, it's great. And I, and that's what I thought. I was like, dude, people are putting stock, not like, I thought it starts with musicians, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and the musicians study great music and become great. And this happens in jazz. And jazz is a very forward motion. Like, jazz has how it, like it's almost like the like if you like classic like old school like bebop or hard bop or whatever yeah like that stuff is mostly done you know from right. my perspective uh i i someone could total i don't know what i'm talking about go on youtube find somebody who knows what they're talking about they'll it, they'll have a more rounded you're talking like dmc and all that like you know like what am i talking about <laughs> What are you saying? You're saying like bebop hip hop? Like you're talking about like, No no no. I'm talking about It's uh, like jazz. That. I'm talking huh? about jazz. Oh, okay. So what do you um, bebop? I don't know what Bebop I, and hard bop are are types of jazz like Miles Davis era. Like sure, fif- okay. Fifties, okay, okay. right? Like the uh, the Right, 50s. Bebop okay. I'm <laughs> I'm yeah. sitting here thinking about you're talking about hip hop, like I'm talking about like B boys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like, I think that's the wrong word for it. Okay, okay. No, no Bebop hard I'm, bop. Got it. Yeah, I'm yes, talking about gone. an era well, of like innovation that happens in jazz, right? right? Like pushing the envelope. You've got all these, all the great, you know, when you when you run down, you know, somebody like me who's trying to be a pseudo intellectual about jazz music, you'll talk about, oh yeah, I love uh, Charles Mingus and I love, um, you know, uh, Ornette Coleman's uh, "The Shape of Jazz to Come" and Miles Davis this and John Coltrane "A Love Supreme." Love Right, that stuff is very easy to reference, very like like and what I'm saying is that type of jazz is mostly not what is uh like the the new the younger people, the people who are pushing the envelope are not they're not trying to do that. It's been done. Um so you've got these, you know, this new crop of people who are innovating with jazz music, with hip hop, with R&B. Sure. In a super interesting musical way. And then they start to connect with mainstream artists, you know. Namely like hip hop artists of the time, which were Right, sure. Thing. Like hip hop is extremely popular. This is right like yeah, yeah. this is like six years ago, right? Right. Hip hop is super popular, probably the most popular radio music that there is. Absolutely. And then you're seeing other hip hop artists start to collaborate with some of these like really brilliant producers and right. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's your, yeah. And what, like it's to be butterfly for sure, because I realized like they're actually working with the musicians rather than just sampling somebody else's work or Pat previous stuff, especially in to be butterfly was all probably like written between betwixt the, the fraternity, you know, which was fucking rad, you know, like, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. like I said, I just think that these are people who are, are all putting their heads together to create cool stuff. And it was awesome. Sampling. Basically, when when you think about To Pimp a Butterfly, they're basically taking samples putting put together by a lot of the producers on the record. Right. Um, 
and I'm kind of like stitching this together. I don't, someone could maybe articulate it better. I think there's actually a good podcast about the circuit that I haven't listened to yet. But, mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah, like they're they're and then they're going in and replaying. Like, I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure Robert Glass. Well, I know Robert Glassbar plays this great, super quintessential Robert Glassbar experiment type track that end that right at the end of uh, Blacker the Berry, which is like one of the best songs yeah, ever a- i think and then uh and then I, I like it sounds to me like there's a there's a replayed radio sample radiohead sample and it sounds to me like a robert glassbar kind of like rearrangement reimagining of pyramid song i think i know, you know what you're talking about yeah. yeah i think that's how much a dollar costs um if i'm not mistaken i'm not looking at it right now so i don't know but yeah, there's just like all this cool stuff, and uh, yeah, at this time I was just like so into this type of music, and trying to like, you know, get just gobble it up. I just loved it. It was so cool, and then it was like a couple years went by, and mainstream hip hop just got worse and worse and worse and worse, and and now we just, have emo trap. Yeah, I mean, now I just <laughs> haven't. I lost interest, you know, like yeah. from like it's like 20- damn it, you had me. Yeah, yeah like, well, and part of it is I moved to Atlanta and like, you know, what was going on here wasn't interesting to me. Like the yeah. trap movement was not interesting to me and I wasn't finding anything that was like stimulating my creativity. So I just sort of abandoned the hip hop thing for a yeah. while and I haven't really been back in a meaningful way. Every once in a while I'll check out a new hip hop record and see if I dig it, but... Yeah. Until Kendrick Lamar puts out something I'm not going to dive in, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's where it is. It's like unless that fraternity of like badasses, you know. But they didn't they were hot, really but. it wasn't like they got together to work on damn together like Right. It wasn't it didn't seem like the same. And I think again damn was great, but like you I, I think I I definitely prefer to be butterfly. Oh, more, well, but. yeah, I don't think any well, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure there's plenty of people. No, who like it, but dude, there's a lot of yeah. people in LA that would dis- disagree. But I was just like, "Damn, it's good." I mean, it had like a couple like solid tracks on it. It's, it's still Kendrick, so it's great. Yeah, but. he's got great stuff on it. But it's yeah, I'm with you. But well, it's that for, there, fraternity, there's a whole yeah. there's a whole era, and I don't I don't imagine that Kendrick Lamar is going to go back and do that again. I don't no. need him to do that again. I I think it's fine. But it was there was this time. Robert Glassbar represented this time where I was just so optimistic for right. uh, mainstream music, and and I would just talk people's ear off. I'd be like, "Oh man, you gotta listen to this," you know, like you're doing now. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like I'm doing <laughs> a lecture about. It's this totally stuff. okay because that's yeah. that's why what podcasts are for, you know. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, I agree. Um, I think I don't want to be too preachy because I don't. No, you know, no, no, no. This is no, just, no, just my good, experience. I think you, you know? made a good point, and you kind of hit the nail on the head for me about. I love that word that like fraternity of guys that like made that kind of music together. I think yeah, that's and even why that, that is even that is a little unfair because I think it's bigger than that. I think it's broader than even that. Of course, but. I mean, there's a lot. There's a guy called Odyssey that I really like that has like similar stuff vibes, uh, hip hop guy, but very, um, you know, very jazz influenced. There's Logic's uh, Under Pressure record I love. I might feature one of his songs. Just to kind of bring a hip hop thing, so I don't look like freaking a Trump, Trump supporting white guy. You know what I mean? Like, 
No, I like hip hop too. Like maybe I should maybe I should feature it in the next episode. You're saying if you don't like hip hop, you love Trump. <sighs> <laughs> that ain't true. I mean, anytime I think about it, works. it's like it's like sometimes I'm like, he, we get it, man. You like rock and roll, you know? I mean, like, but it's like, no, man. I'm more. I have more to me than that, you know? Like, yeah. and uh, um, yeah. There's a lot of like guys, in, but it was all in that time frame, Gary, and it was. I was pretty hopeful for it too. I was like, oh, maybe like, you know, maybe it'll continue to get better and, you know, whatever. But it just kind of, for me, it just like about like 20, I want to tell you like 2016 till now. It just like, there hasn't really been a lot of stuff that's hip hop wise that's really like caught my ear, you know? Yeah. So I get you. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks guys for tuning in and uh, we're going to catch you next week there it is bingo you always answer calls when I call you